Yo, yo, yo. Thank you once again for tuning in to the Good Life Podcast, The Kickback. This is a podcast where we come to talk about mental health, wellness, peace, tranquility, healing, but more importantly, community. Thank you for tuning in again to one of the greatest shows ever published, ever. And I am one of your hosts, Good Life underscore Rush. You can follow me by that name on all social media. And you can buy both of my books on Amazon. Just search me in Good Life for Us. Hey, hey, it's the bipolar ghostwriter, aka Aaron Zendula. Hey, you can catch me on all platforms, especially with Good Life for Us now. So, yeah, stay tuned, tap in. In itself, because it's like intimate, intimacy, your inner you, you know, kind of like a the I in, you know what I mean? So it's kind of like I'm inside of, you know, my man or my partner, you know, intimately, you know, telepathically. So it's kind of like I can kind of sense and feel like how he, you know, what he's kind of going through just by the sight of him. You know what I mean? So it's kind of like if anything that is like probably altering, you know, he probably walking different or, you know, anything like this. It's kind of like, you know, your partner paying attention and that's the right. other way of intimacy. You know, that's the inner, yeah. you know what I mean? Inner type yeah. of connection. So it's like an understanding besides understanding or understanding. Yeah. Understanding between that type of connection. So. Yeah. so let me put something on the table. There is no relationship without friction. Right. right. Friction is natural and things of that right. nature. But there is a learning. So I don't want to discourage anybody at home. You know, if, you, if you're if you not communicating with your spouse or your significant mm-hmm. other right now, uh, that doesn't necessarily mean you're not compatible or anything right. like that. Mm-hmm. It just means that you, you need to get back on course some, some kind of way. Or there's just, there's yeah. just some learning yeah. that, that yeah. needs to be done. So let's talk about this. What is kind of like, and I'm pretty sure we can't give it a definite answer, but what is a timeline for communication? Because... There's an up and down kind of situation yeah. where you're learning someone and there's there's cycles to relationships. So what is a timeline to be like, you know what? We're learning. We're going to give us this time to learn. But then when you've exhausted all the possibilities, mm-hmm. it's time to, you know. Yeah, there's for me, um, I agree 100 percent. There's definitely no definite answer. I'm sure everybody handles that differently. You know what I mean? So. For me, how I do it in the beginning, when I meet somebody, I tell you all the things that you need to know. So like that you won't step on my feet or disrespect me or offend me, you dig, or put me in a weird situation. And then as life goes on, there's levels. So everybody doesn't know everything about me. You know what I mean? So when you get to that next level, a lot of that's learned through experience. So for me, I think with everybody, it should be like, once something comes up, now we got to talk about it. Even if I planned on telling you this five years down the line, if it come up in six months and now we got to discuss it, we got to discuss it. Again, right? So, yeah. so basically, let me bookmark. So there is no, well, that's the past. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nah, the we past is talk still relevant it. to Absolutely. what we have a problem Because it's still with. happening. If if this was just something in the past, we would have healed it and moved on. Mm-hmm. The fact it's reoccurring Bro. is not because we healed it in all that time that things was good. Nothing tested us in that time. Right. And now our first test, look at where we at. So we ain't dealt with this yet. You know I what I mean? I just dealt with this with, with somebody. When things are... And you can't look at good times. You can't. You can't look at... Uh, we're, we're good at this time because we're agreeable. Exactly. When you're not agreeable is when you're just like, okay, we're not agreeable right now. I'm and really that paying could, attention. And that could have been rooted 
three months ago, yeah. six months ago, yeah. and it's still fester because why? It's not here. Exactly. Yeah, because they had in their mind, well, no, me and him wasn't going to talk about this till two years in, like, but it's happening now in six months, so we need to discuss it. That's that's how our relationship is going to grow, and right. then now, hopefully, we can see, we don't got to wait two years to be having conversations. Hopefully, this showed you, we can just talk about things that we can move on, and, and it's easier with me because of my presence I bring in the relationship, like... I'm not coming in hot and upset and confrontational. Right. Unless I'm towards the end or we done got to the eighth time you done did this, now it's a different type of you dig. Right. But in the beginning, nah, I'm gonna come respectful. I'm I'm really trying to work with you. I'm really trying to understand why you keep doing what you're doing and what can we do so that it doesn't happen anymore. You know what I mean? So that's another way I lead into it. What can we do versus like, well, you need to do this and I'm just gonna do this and you know what I mean? Cause that starts to now poke holes in the relationship that now in two years, y'all going to have to deal with these holes y'all poke. So I try to let's deal with everything right now. And if we can't, maybe this ain't, let's take a break. Maybe in the future we try again, maybe not. You know what I mean? But I can't pretend like everything's okay when it's not. Facts. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm just going to add it real quick. Uh, like with the friction and everything, like that's, that's, you know what I mean? When communication, I feel like it doesn't have a limit. It doesn't have a time. But I do feel like it should start at the beginning. Mm-hmm. I do feel like because that's the way of y'all getting to know. And that's the way of knowing, like, does this person like learning or does this person just like talking? Does this person mm-hmm. just like da-da-da? Because that's where the friction comes in at. But friction isn't always bad. It's just what your body is not used to. So it's like friction can become, a, you know, something that you can enjoy at a point in time if you like learning and adapting and transforming because that's that type of energy that your partner's supposed to give you which is you know teaching you or telling you when you're wrong and stuff mm-hmm. like that and those are triggers you know what i mean which are which is the friction you know what i mean so it's the problem that some people don't want to go through you know don't want to talk about and stuff like that so they avoid those type of conversations because they know that what comes with it you know what mm-hmm. i mean so it's like if we handle this now and it's pretty it's pretty much going to let me know how we can handle other situations. So it's mm-hmm. kinda like I need to know what I'm going into. If so, if we do wait for this year and da 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 you talking about we can't talk about it then, then that means we're not gonna be in a relationship till then. Because yeah. I don't know. <laughs> right. You know what I mean? Like that's, it that far. Exactly, you know what I mean? Because why are you planning all the way out? And it's like if we're not even talking about that, what makes you think we can even get to that? You know what yeah. I mean? To those two years. Yeah. Like Because you know, pain is one of those things mm-hmm. is when when you deal with something uncomfortable, it causes when you cause people to look at themselves because it's easy to point that finger yeah. and say you need to work on, you need to work on. But when that finger gets pointed back and that defense comes up, yeah. oh now you're being tit for right. tat. Oh now you're people doing this change. that the other. It's like no 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 no. Right. You have a problem, but I also have a problem. So let's yeah. put all of our problems yeah. on the table because what happens is I hate this term. Happy wife, happy life. Yeah. I hate that term. That whole concept, but I don't agree with I it. hate it. Yeah. Because what we have seen over the years is dad being the strong, silent type. But mom could raise all kinds of hell at home. And why do we not want to upset mom? Because why? She cooks for us. She, you know, runs the household. She does Make the sure laundry. We're clean. You know what I'm saying? But mom has always used that for years as manipulative Mm -hmm. as well don't upset me because i will shut this whole house Mm -hmm. down but dad has feelings too dad has stressors too Mm -hmm. but dad couldn't express those stressors for years Mm -hmm. but now we're in relationships where we got to communicate because it's a it's a it's a it's another sentence to that quote you know what i mean but of course they ignored it you feel what i'm saying but of course it it goes to the man so you know over the years and stuff like that it kind of came to where you know 
ignore the man, he will no longer stand. You know what I mean? Because that's just 100%. Because once you trying to keep her happy this whole time, the man has become ignored. And he's just kind of stuck to just doing the simple chores of bringing the money. And da -da -da -da, you know what I mean? Yeah. So his emotions and everything in between, ashe. Yeah. In between, it's kind of being ignored. Ashe, ashe, everybody, this is the... You, What's up, brother? I've met, met this brother several times, man. I, I, I've What's seen him several. What's going Peace, on? Peace, respect, respect. Okay. Yeah. I like that y'all already know. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you can make sure your mic is good. Okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah, like, as far as what she was saying, too, to um, end it off on there, like, I think that becomes another level that we're stepping into now with communication because, uh, People are, I say this all the time, like people are talking at each other and not to each other and learning each other, like it doesn't avoid these situations. It helps y'all deal with them. So, cause a lot of times that communication becomes too harsh or it's inappropriate. You dig what I'm saying? Yeah. Like you talking to me, we out at a business thing and you trying to talk to me about something personal. You know what I mean? Ooh, and, 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 that becomes, that. and that becomes a form of that emotional manipulation because they'll use it against you. Like, now we can't talk about it at home. We got to talk about it right here, right now. You know what I mean? And to talk about it at home and having it in that space, is it's just a healthy practice. It's so now when we run into this, we have an outlet. We can we can talk it out. We can, I'm so guilty of that. I've done that too in my past. I'm so guilty of timing. I've like, done you know that in my past. Like, yeah. You know, my, my significant other said, this is not the Wait, yeah, wait till later. We'll, we'll talk about it later. But me, if I fester it, I'm going to overthink. Yeah. And once I start overthinking, it's going to grow and grow and grow. Yeah. So I have to, you know, kind of find a ways to wait because right. I'm explosive. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> right. And that's a that's totally understandable. So it's like it's still what we do behind closed doors. So it's like we need to talk about this right now. We make that eye contact. Oh, okay, we're going to the bathroom. We're handling this right now. Yeah. But we're not doing it in front of them. We're not you doing it. Yeah. So it's going to be where it's just us. Because uh, we doing this right now, like you said, it's going to fester to some BS. And you probably came up with some other stuff by the time we acted. I had eight talk. different conclusions you hear me? Exactly. Yeah. to why you acted the way you acted. Yeah. Yeah. So it's like, okay, yeah, we're pretty. we cute right now, but we'll be back. And we're going over here. Yeah. We got to go, go talk. Whatever yeah. the case is, we're going to leave. Whatever. But right now, if that's what it is. Eye contact, yeah. straight up, we doing handling. And that has to be like preemptive conversations, you know what I mean? So in the beginning, that's what I, I always ask, especially when we at this crossroads. Like, are we reacting or are we trying to get a resolution? Mm -hmm. You dig? Like, because some of these things, people can really work through themselves. It's just also now that comfort of a relationship, feeling like every problem I got, I need to lean on my relationship. Right. And some of these things you bring it to me, especially at certain times, it's the timing. When you know I'm working on something, you know I got something going on. You dig what I'm saying? Like, all of that's communication. I'm watching that. I'm paying attention to now when you come to me, these things, when we can work through things. So whether you are think you're active in the communication or not, somebody that's paying attention, you, you're always communicating with them. They read your body language, your posture, your energy, how you speak to the people you say you love, how you go to the job you say you love, how you feel about it. You know what I mean? How you speak about your brand, things you create. You get what I'm saying? So all of that starts to build up into who you are and your confidence. And that's the best thing you can do for your relationship. Because now, even if they're not already on that point, they could be learning by example. They could be picking up your energy, seeing like, okay, like a lot of the people I see over here doing what I'm doing, you know, they usually get up nine, 10, like he gets up at six. Like he already up doing this and he's a lot happier. Like right. he's, he don't really complain about much and he gives before he takes and you know, they'll start to, hit those dots like 
it's the whole notion of instinct. You know what I mean? Like, you put a bad one in a pack of the good ones, it's going to change them. But if you put a good one in that bad pack, the same thing is going to happen. You know what I mean? And, and a manipulation is also when you know that person needs this. It's yeah, absolutely. When, when you, okay, so you're learning somebody over 12 months. And you know, okay, you may be like this, and I can control my emotions. I can talk about it later. But you guys are together. This person, you need to, he needs validation or she needs validation like right now. So like you said, even though we can't go into a full-out discussion, let me take you to the bathroom. Let me take you yeah. around the corner. Yeah. But if basically you're trying to always fight to get your way, like, well, I'm yeah. not going to. I'm not going to at least acknowledge this person is in this headspace right now. And yeah. you know that they're in that headspace. That, I think, is manipulation. And we got to be realistic. If you truly do have an issue with me and your issue is you're fighting to be seen, we can't fix that right here, right now. That's something we got to be working on every day. Exactly. There's nothing I can say or do or change. So even if I am the problem and you really want the problem fixed, you got to give me the proper time to fix the problem and work and change the problem. You know what I mean? But mm -hmm. it's not going to be in that reaction period. I can guarantee right. you that. <laughs> I still got to process what you said because maybe you're right. And that's how I always choose to look at things at first. Like, maybe that hate is right, what they're saying. And what would that change about my life if they are right? You know what I mean? Right. Will I live with that thing? Will I change that thing, you dig? So that's what I mean by, like, we're always communicating because I heard what you said and now it's showing you my growth because what you said didn't make me upset. I really thought about it. You know what I mean? So what I, all I can do is hope that you reciprocate that. Now, when I tell you what I got to say, because there will be a rebuttal. <laughs> I love a good debate. <laughs> I, I'm going to let you know. how. I mean, you graced me with how you feel. Thank you. So let me know. Let me tell you how I feel. You dig? And I thought about how I feel. This isn't through feelings and emotion and circumstance. You know what I mean? I've thought about this logically. And a lot of times, even somebody I had that disagreement with, I had to humble myself. Like, you know, you was right. Like, you was 100% right with what you said. I didn't look at it like that. You know what I mean? Like, thank you for that. You know what I mean? And they still didn't receive the olive branch, but I was free from that. I'm not holding on to, damn, they, maybe they don't like me and I couldn't get them over to, you know what I mean? They helped me out. Like, that's a win. That's growth. When you are, you know, is cohabit in a cohabitation situ situation or marriage, is there, this is your business, this ain't your business, or is everything your business? That's tough. That's a slippery it slope. Is. It's <laughs> tough. I think, I think I would say it's both. It depends on what y'all establish up front. That part. Exactly. I don't force things on anybody in my life. You know what I mean? It's open slate with me. However you move with me, you setting the tone. You dig what I'm saying? So I don't come in with expectations. I don't come in, this is how they should speak. You don't got to greet me every time. You don't got to hug me. You don't got to be loved, you dig? But if that's what we do, that's what we do. Mm -hmm. So then I know if you ain't doing that, something off. Right. You know, that's that's another reason I do it. It's another form of communication. Consistency now has become communication. And it's not saying be perfect every time. Somebody at home could have put you off. Right. But I care enough to like, what's up? You dig what I'm saying? Like, what's up? What's going on? This is why I empathize with like, let's say you're in a situation and uh, basically there's kids that you're, you co-parent outside of the household. Now, you guys got this nucleus here in this household, but you could be beefing with yeah. this co-parent or that co-parent. Oh. But now you bring this energy into your... <laughs> so I, I we bring it in here. Because I've been here too. For <laughs> people who are dealing with other people's kids because it's just like, yo, I don't know what's going on. Yeah. And, and one thing that uh, I think... Um, and uh, we're going to introduce the brother. Yeah. Uh, Dr. Be Tony, ready. <laughs> Dr. Tony Anderson said, silence is a passive form of hate. 
Asha. And I said, um, or at least, at the very least, resentment. Yeah. When yeah. I when you, when you choose to be silent and I can tell something's wrong with you, yeah. then basically you're you're telling me a lot. You're telling me you don't trust me. You don't trust yeah. me with, with what's on your mind or I'm not capable of handling what's on your mind. Or, or you can just be in reserve. True. Because you yeah. may have already given such a distribution of that perspective in other stages of this particular demonstration and performance. You dig what I'm saying? Like, this wouldn't be the first time this has been expressed, if so. So sometimes when mm. you go silence, it's for a safety situation. Mm. You know what I mean? Because if you That's real. if you make me sound with you as a, as opposed to communicating, then I'm going to sound very aggressive <laughs> <Yeah>. or <laughs> yeah. very... Um, the scale is going to go in my favor type situation. Yeah. 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 So sometimes silence is a reserve situation. It's a safety um, for all that's involved because yeah. you got those, as you were saying, children from that's involved indirectly sometimes with new choices that's made if the household didn't stay together. You know what I mean? They can experience these... Um, this brother's driving wisdom. Yeah. 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 They don't even know who they are. Introduce this brother real quick. Yo, yo, yo. All right, everybody, everybody. This is the king. You from me? Legend. You know, I'm going to let him speak for himself because he goes in wordplay on another level. Do you hear me? He was introduced to me as Digger. Yes, ma'am. So I'm passing. Yes, sirs. I'm Digger Dame Lee, um, founder, CEO of Real Fake Media, live on Iliab. Uh, right now we're going live, so we got some of the family out there rocking with us. Yo. Um, Future Inc. is one of the foundations that also helps prepare what we're aiming to do. We have a nonprofit that we're preparing. I need you gentlemen to get involved as well as you. Absolutely. Love it. But um, it's called the Professional Fathers League. And it, I'm just getting in on your site. I'm just walking in. And part of that is due to the GPS. It, Nah, it's all good. It's all good. We are at the perfect time. Yeah, we just we're we're taking this opportunity to allow me to speak, and that's real fake media. That is, um, just to communicate. We have another way of seeing things. Real fake media itself um, is an oxymoron that was origin out of eating seedless grapes. Mm. You feel mm. me? And I just, I couldn't understand why they were so delicious, but wasn't no seeds in them. Mm. And I'm bugging, you know what I mean? So, real fake media origin out of that, and it became a way that I sculptured a lens for myself to look through as a single father and a, as a father that lost a child. Like, um, I was impacted very, yeah, it, it was another type of vibration. It's yeah. hard to, like, articulate it sometime in words, but... It gave me a chance to recognize um, you either think or be thought for. Absolutely. So that's yeah. what we're about. We're about thinking and really looking at the 360 perspective of everybody could be right about what they think they're expressing, mm -hmm. but there is something to identify for the agreement. If you just Absolutely. got your own stance, that's, you know what I mean? Respect. You got your stance. Like, I got my stance. So. Yeah. Yeah, real fake media. Yeah, I feel well, that. Yeah. Hey, I, hey, can we hear a round of applause for yeah. that? Hey. Yeah, I feel future, future. I feel that heavy, and I definitely think um, that's just that vibe. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, 
I lost my oldest son, so it's like I definitely right. get what you're saying. Like it changes you, you know. What we I mean? gotta build this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's it, it, it changes you a hundred percent, and I think a lot of what we are doing, like we do have the tools. It's just the fundamentals of it, because mm-hmm. even with these conversations with who's right, some people are just trying to be right. Some people are right. jumping to the conclusion of right, and right. the like the ones who know and understand know like you're. Your growth is in you accepting you really don't know anything at all. Right. right. And you accepting you, it's impossible to learn everything that there is to right. learn. You know what I mean? So it changes your learning process. You start learning what you need to learn. And not just for survival, but for abundance. You know what I mean? For charity, for your recovery periods, for the things that happen unexpectedly that you can't plan for. You know what I mean? You what can't the- plan for a tsunami to come. You dig? Like, it's coming. Yeah. No, either way. <laughs> so when it comes to the way I perceive things or the way I perceive people, one of the things that I'm trying to decipher is what is my perception based on my trauma mm-hmm. and what is my perception based on what I feel. I think I I think I might have um what I feel angle, to be true. Yeah, I'm gonna add to that as well. Okay. Yeah. Gratification. Gratification. Okay. That's how you break it down, brother. That's how you're going to scale, um, and and recognize if it's trauma or just choice and growth. Okay. You see, what I'm saying sometimes um, when when you recognize the trauma that you might be discussing, rather was childhood, um, upbringing, um, friendships in the neighborhood, being bullied or whatever. A lot of times, those things build another character of you. You dig what I'm saying? You right. get a, you get another mind space that you got to go into in order to walk through this jungle of minds. Right. You dig what Survival. I'm saying? Survival. Yeah. So now you grow up. You start making choices not based off of those influences. Mm-hmm. You dig now you're you, you probably got wealthy, you may have got yourself a good job, and it's a way that you take that experience. Some people say they overcom that they're overcompensating mm-hmm. in, in right. some of them situations. You dig what I'm saying? So it's just and maybe you can relate more so, beloved. Yeah. When you lose your seed, all this stuff. How, how do we talk on here? Are we allowed to... We say say whatever, whatever, you, know, say whatever. Say, say, say whatever you gotta say. Here's what the Mace feel like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And what y'all give... Thanks for bro. asking. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. <laughs> but um, when you lose your seat or an impact like that happens to your reality, um, all the bullshit stops. Yeah. All the... Like, the whole shit stops. You gotta right. build it all over from God on up. The whole concept. The whole... The whole everything stops, B. The matrix is shattered. Right, you dig right what I'm on. saying? And that's really how real fake media started regrowing its legs and how I was regaining mobility because I died. Mm-hmm. You dig? And I felt like I was being bullied by my son's mother. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Um, and how our agreement just unraveled itself. Because yeah. of our different perspectives of how we think we see things. Yeah. Right. You dig what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So, me aiming to be a single father to my second son, this is a very unique position that I'm taking. 
because it's unorthodox. Mm -hmm. It's just like my company, real fake. I am making this shit up. Like mm -hmm. it has nothing to do with what people tried to impregnate me with. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you know I mean, it has nothing to do with not growing up with my moms, but growing up with my pops and seeing his lifestyle and trying to find what I agree with it, but don't agree with it because I'm only being handled this way and da 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 da. All these things built a version of why. Right now, I know what I'm doing to a, a certain stance that mm -hmm. I'm not worried about what you're thinking. Mm -hmm. Right. And, but, but, but when it comes to us reasoning and walking together, mm -hmm. you could take things in a more aggressive yeah. approach. And I could take things more in a conservative. That doesn't mean you're wrong in your approach. Right. So I could think, Brother Digger is just, he coming at me like this. But he, yeah. he's coming at me in love. But yeah. I don't feel that because of his... Presentation. So this, I don't feel that. So that's what I'm yeah, saying. It's like, yeah. but that's my trauma. That's yeah. not, you know what I'm saying? Because somebody else could be like, oh, Brother Dick is all about yeah. love. You know what I'm saying? But I'm going to pick so, up on that. Okay. Me personally, if I'm exchanging with you, I'm going to recognize where our agreement is at. Because my forward step with anybody at this time of my particular existence is the agreement. What are we creating? Okay. That's the main thing. Like, we want to have the best experience if we create what we're walking towards. Mm -hmm. But if I'm if I'm trying to navigate through your experience of mine and trying to drag you through my experience of mine, mm -hmm. you know what I mean? You can get injured. You're not you didn't train yeah. for how the hills are built and yeah. how the valleys dip and mm -hmm. where the curves is at so you can get jarred like damn I got whiplash and mm -hmm. we just walked around the corner. Yeah you know what I mean so yeah. if we build while we saying what's up, while we saying hello, while we saying peace, if we build it for real Mm. Instead of trying to just piece it together with this jigsaw little bullshit that we adopted from trying to fit into all these different peer groups to become your identity today. Mm -hmm. You dig what I'm saying? You might find a better navigation outside yourself. You know what I mean? Man, that's yeah. dope. That's and dope. What, what he's saying, just to add on, because, I mean, you on point. And that's yeah, the same place, I was going, <laughs> same place I was going with it. And Keep going, we all looking at, you know, the same apple just from a different angle. So... The point I was going with it uh, for the gratitude is the healing process. Like, mm. you got to go through ego death. That part. So, the thing that's happening right now is something happened to you a long time ago. Mm -hmm. And that version of yourself that you created, you have to kill. You no longer need that version. That version no longer serves you. And a lot of people are getting stuck in that routine. You went to handle that first situation with a bat. Now, you're using a bat for every single situation. Yeah. Because you're not identifying what's happened no more. You're just hurt and you're trying to be unhurt. You're just trying to get away from the pain to go to where you're trying to go. You know what I mean? So that ego death creates the process for you to start having that humility, for you to actually be humble and secure with your life and your decisions. But if you're handling things at 30, how you handle them at 20, you probably going to have issues in your life, especially if you have more responsibilities at 30. If right. The person you dating at 30 wasn't the person you dating at 20. Right. You know what I mean? So you can't still treat every single thing in your life like it's this form of steps that's guided. One, two, three, four. You know what I mean? Because this situation, you might have all the numbers, but they're out of place. So if you right. keep trying to put them in that same place, you, you're going to have static. You're going to run into issues every single time. It's dope that you say that, not to cut you off, but... I find myself in certain instances telling people like, damn, I need to remember the combination. I got like, I could see, like I should have, it's just having access to certain resources, rather it's friends, family, finances, materials, air, water, food, you dig. Um, 
if you can recognize just at this moment, just look at everything around you that has any type of, that looks like anything. Mm -hmm. If you look at it, that's somebody's thought. Right. These microphones, mm -hmm. this stand, this little joint here, how this knife is designed, the structure of these key. This is all somebody's thought. You got to think as high as you consume in order to find your scale. You know what I mean? Like, all this is consumption. You couldn't have made this thing. You didn't have to go spend the $40 that mm -hmm. you spent on that or the $50 that you spent on that. We could have made it. Made it. Or utilized a bottle or... I mean, you understand yeah, what I'm saying? Right. So, mm -hmm. once you find that you have the ability to think and you see it work, you might find a, another way to approach how you perceive everything else. You dig what I'm saying? Right. Because now you're thinking and you're looking at the elements around you, no matter what it is, as a form of resource. Like, how can you create what you need to experience? Right. But psychology tells us a lot of times, you know, uh, we always put a negative connotation on stereotypes, but stereotypes mm -hmm. is survival. You know what I'm saying? By me, it, we almost have an animalistic instinct. This brother's walking down my way. He has a hoodie on. He has Timberland boots on. He might be from the hood. He might not be. We don't know. This brother probably graduated from Harvard. But our survival instinct says, be careful, because this is the way we've been programmed, you know, to, to, to think. Yeah. You know? And I'm sorry. No, no, no. Please jump in. Please I mean, jump in. Yeah, it's, jump in. Like, you know, it's bad, but it's, it's still it's our survival like, instinct. Know, <laughs> you know, intuition and experience. Because it's like, like I said, you know, it's all about, you know, where you've been, you know, um, you know, and where you want to be and stuff like that. Because, like, you know, I love being in the hood. People don't like being in the hood. But it's like due to my experience of being in the hood, if people, if a person walked down with a hoodie, they ain't going to, you know, do nothing mm -hmm. to me. Because that's what, that's what we do. You mm -hmm. know what I'm saying? And going off of the knowledge of what's been going on, when you do see people walking down with a hoodie, that baby's going probably got Skittles in his pocket. So it kind of take you into a different perception nowadays, you know, of who you judging and all sort of stuff. And then it goes with the intuition. Right. You feel what I'm saying? Yeah. So when the intuition comes in, you're not always just putting yourself in a situation. It's kind of like you're trying to feel what's going on to kind of make mm -hmm. sense of what is probably triggering you with the experience mm -hmm. that you've had. But it's like taking yourself out shows the gratitude because like you're letting something else kind of come in so that you can get that knowledge of what it is. So right. it's kind of mm -hmm. like, you know, you're not able to manipulate it, but it's kind of like you're willing to bring it in, give it a chance to kind of give you an understanding. But tapping into what Brother Digger said, mm -hmm. that new knowledge is uncomfortable to me, which is why right. I stay stagnant. He has the new knowledge, mm -hmm. yeah. but that's uncomfortable for me. So now he's offending me. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Right, Vice right. versa, you know what I'm saying? But in, right. but in also, yeah, I was going to say, in retrospect, that is the issue. The issue is how you looking at the problem. Right, you know right, what right. I mean? So. In every one of the examples, the the real problem there was mindset. You know what I mean? Right. It's something me and her talk about all the time. Like what Nipsey said, like your response is the reason you exist. Like what he was well, talking yeah. about is why. It's, Stop it. What he was talking about is like the way I'm. A, I'm sure we live. I go into a situation trying to see what I can get out of this. Most mm. people don't think like that. They go into a situation trying to see how this can go wrong or how they not going to get what they want or, you know what I mean, how long is this going to be? They go into it already looking for something wrong with it. Right. Well, right. Not but just that. It's part of the training. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You dig what I'm saying? How you see words have a meaning because somebody created them to mean something. They, like, the, each word. Now, we can manipulate them and abbreviate them and 
punk, do whatever we want to them. But each word means something. You allow to create a word. If you can have a way to define it and exercise it, then it's real. Right. Look at Dr. Seuss, right? We don't use how we hear things correctly. We use it how we got abused by it. Mm. You dig what I'm saying? That's so even, even if I say I love you, what that's you mean by that? Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Love will get, get you killed. Love will get you killed. You was probably getting beat up by somebody saying I love you. Yeah. Your parents was probably yeah. fucking you off in a weird way, yeah. saying I love you. And so you, how do you weigh it? Like, especially when it's gifted to you, you yeah. ain't even earned Earn it per it. se. Yeah. Didn't you didn't have to audition for it or nothing. It's just what I'm trying to. Develop as an outcome for myself, mm. so I extend it, and now you offended because you think it's something behind it. Like, nah, this nigga, he just came up, he was cool. <laughs> nigga, he, 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 I can't, I don't know, shorty. You understand? So it's how you're taught to think about how to experience things. That's why a lot of us are financially illiterate. Like, I'm still trying to gravitate the understanding of that world in a way that I can maximize it. Mm -hmm. Right? You know what I mean? So I feel illiterate in certain spaces. You dig? And I'm looking yeah. for other communities to be a part of just the grow, how to experience the words different. It's kind of like going to court. Right. If you don't know how to communicate correctly, sending you, you sign you signing yeah. yourself off. It's, it's, yeah. Because how the words sound to you, how they sing it. <laughs> yeah. If you know how words work and you vibrate that back, you can find balance. It's all about how we uh, how we got impregnated with becoming ourselves. You got to think about all the people you auditioned for to try to seek approval after the gratification was given. Out the, out the gate gratification. You born, your mm -hmm. booty wiped, you burped when fed, you mm -hmm. walked around, you on shoulders, but now you got some motor skills and you get introduced to no, mm -hmm. stop. Mm -hmm. Now you auditioning for what you was gifted with. It's so funny. It's so funny that I was watching um, Million Dollars Worth of Game and uh, mm -hmm. Glorilla was on it. She's she's one of the top female rappers that's blowing up right now. Mm -hmm. And uh, there's two things that I want to drop on the table uh, while watching this interview. He uh, Wallow had asked her. Uh, shout out to that brother Wallow. He's a good brother. Um, he was like, uh, "So have you dealt with fuck niggas? Because that's her hit song, you know, yeah. fuck nigga free." And uh, she was like, "You know, all my niggas been fuck niggas." And then she she pondered. And she said. Well, maybe I'm a fuck bitch. You know what yeah. I'm saying? And, and, and even though that's very vulgar for her to say, she was just like, this is my surroundings. Now, to take this interview further, she's got five of her homegirls around her, and they just look like they just fresh off the block. You know yeah, what I'm saying? Sure. Fresh Authentic. off the block. Now, <laughs> she's growing in stature, so she's going to be exposed to all these high vibrational people Meanwhile, she still wants to bring her people. You yeah. can feel it. Yeah. She still wants to bring her people up. And I'm just looking at this like they are doing nothing. They're going to do nothing but yeah. get in the way. Yeah. Because you can already tell their minds haven't elevated yet. Mm -hmm. Now, Yo Gotti is exposing her and elevating her. You can tell she's glowing up. But I was like, 
But one of these girls is going to be yeah. her downfall, or at least a thorn in her side. Go ahead, jump in. She waiting to jump in. Go ahead, Aaron. Go ahead, jump in. Because, you know, it all talked about the tone and everything. Because everybody missed the, you know, they missed the message with the tone. You feel what I'm saying? Like, it takes us to Memphis because they're passionate and aggressive with it. So people miss what they're trying to say. Mm. So with that interview, I still remember that interview, too, because it did deeper into it. Because it breaks down to how she got to where she is. Because she had to, she went through a 60 day cleanse from. Drop a bomb for that. Yeah. Yeah. You gotta do it. You gotta do it. So, you know, she did a 60 day cleanse from fuck niggas. And when it was from, you know, breakup, exes, all that stuff. So she did a a physical cleanse for her spirituality, everything. And then next, you know, fuck niggas started popping. You feel me? So it's a way of how she's showing her cleanse, her spirituality, and how it manifested to her popping. You feel what I'm saying? Yeah. So it's all the point to the fuck niggas. She had to she exercise had to them demons. Do, exactly. She did some inner work, soul surgeon, and she did a fast. You feel what I'm saying? So she got a different type of energy that came in. You feel what I'm saying? And I feel like her girls was built right there. You feel me? To protect her. That she had a downfall at a point in time where she was vulnerable, weak as hell. You feel what I'm saying? Okay. Wasn't at her highest point. And that woman power that she had was all that she had right there. You feel me? So right. that's really supporting her. You feel me? And that. it's not like... You know, I don't want to say they dumb because they not. Right, 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 right. Dig deep into it, like the spiritual side of it, like that's feminine power in a way. You feel what I'm saying? Uh, Different way of looking at that. Okay. It really is because she's not. You know, rejecting all niggas, not at all. It's just the fuck niggas. You know what I'm saying? That's all it is. And it's like for the fact that she's working with CMG and doing the way she is, it's like she ain't played none of them. You know, she ain't never right. down them or nothing like that. But it's just the fuck niggas, and it's that's what she built off of her experience, and that helped her cleanse. And that's what you know what I mean. It's the whole little breakdown to it. So it's like, yeah, she may come in as a distraction, but for real, for real she got other plans going on. That girl ain't yeah. dumb, and that's how a lot of people perceive Memphis. You feel me? They right. got aggression, power, heat, fire, death, all of that. But down deep in there, that family's smart as hell. They manifest. They work. They got a whole village in there that's hustlers. Hustlers on another level. Like, when you think about it, who's popping right now? Memphis people. You feel what I'm saying? But it's like when people go out there, it's really aggressive. It's a lot, but so it's all experience. Let's tie this in. Let's mm-hmm. tie this story in. So mm-hmm. she's got her circle, and you said mm-hmm. this is her protective circle. Mm-hmm. Let's talk about the girl that uh, went to Cabo and her mm-hmm. circle, and now she's dead. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Yep, yep. Here we go. Okay, so let's talk about our circle and how we pick our circle mm-hmm. and how we decipher Mm, that's the Judas. Exactly. That's the yeah. that's the one I gotta get get away from. But we've been me and Dick have been down. We've been slanging and banging for fifteen years. But I'm starting, or even he's starting to elevate, and he's starting yeah. to see my eyes shifting a little bit. Yeah. How do we catch that? So there's there's several signs. Um, the first thing I look at is routine. I feel your energy when we speaking. I pay attention to people when I'm sharing good news with them, talking to them about positive things. I pay attention to them on, like, my biggest days. You know what I mean? The days that, like, you got an award. This is just about you today. You know what I mean? So, and just, it's, like, how we uh, function is not always how we'll function. You know what I mean? So, I've had a lot of separations and I've grown friendships and it wasn't confrontational because, honestly, that's a natural part of the process. Like, we're going to outgrow a lot of friendships. Mm. I think people just got to a point where they start taking that personally. And I think it ties to the same thing as how we're choosing to look at things. Even with judgment, 
things like that. I have no issue with judgment. I think judgment is a natural part of our lives. Okay. Selection and deselection, like that's a natural that's that happens. Sure. And then the part of judgment they don't like is the rejection part. You know what I mean? Right. Rejection is one of the most important parts of all of this. Like right. that's what helped me with my, you know, master detachment was just okay. that constant rejection, which men experience a lot more than women. Sure. So now we're getting to a point of understanding and communicating on a different level. You know what I mean? Which will start changing a lot of these outcomes because really it's just we go into a relationship with a certain aspect and we think we're supposed to get a certain outcome. Sure. And like he said, sometimes that's upbringing. Whether your parents had a great marriage, oh, we got to have a marriage like Paul, Paul's and mom. You know what I mean? Wow. Like, and y'all aren't them. We got to assess who we are and then we have to figure out a plan for us to be successful. Mm-hmm. Their plan is not our plan. You dig? Even, like, even with that, even with that, because that's all facts. But there's other components that come in, and it's based off of appetite. It's how one consumes, mm. you dig? So I'm going to use my baby cousin as an example, and hopefully it's not taken out of context when he get a chance to hear this, but <laughs> we're going through a real situation. He witnessed some things that I went through personally uh, as I made a choice to become a father. You dig what I'm saying? I had an opportunity in my footprints to... Enjoy a lot of beautiful smiles close to my person. You dig what I'm saying? I'll just keep it in that texture. Okay. <laughs> but, um, when I made this particular choice, um, I wanted to experience it, the fantasy of it. You know what I mean? It never happened. So I, me talking to my cousin before he had his own experience, I try to use myself as a real blackboard, like, Look at this shit. Yeah. Pay attention. Make sure your selection is a is agreeable. Like I'm I'm this is how I'm learning how to communicate better because I was sure. impacted the way that I was, right? Mm-hmm. Right now my cousin hasn't seen his daughter firstborn or his son namesake in about a year. The mother has compromised his entire experience. As a father, when you talk to someone that's so exhausted from being subjected to such confusion and such fuckery that it sounds like the life is gone, that becomes concerning in a lot of spaces. And when it happened to me as I'm witnessing it to him, It's how we consume. Mm. We're all fuck-ass people. Mm -hmm. You're fucking liars Mm -hmm. and professional manipulators. You are a pervert at its best. And when you grow up to become an adult, you extra fuck shit. As an adult, I tell my son, fuck adults. They corny as fuck. Mm -hmm. And I aim to show the exemption of self because I'm not outside fucking with shit that I even got invited by the beloved is because I made a choice that I almost forfeited on and I was going to document some mothers that lost their children to pol- to police violence. Mm. When I get back from meeting these beautiful people, capturing this beautiful footage, I'm violated. My car is parked at a friend's crib. I'm not sure if I locked my door all the way or not. Someone stole all my equipment out. The footage I just shot on them, everything. She could have ignored me. She, I could have been a fuck nigga for my shit getting stolen. 
It's other women and people that I met in that orchestration. They ain't made contact. They ain't mm. said no. Con they ain't invite me to. They ain't, mm -hmm. they ain't, yo, you good, bro? Yo, you want? Yeah. She did. Mm -hmm. He boogie mm -hmm. did. Mm -hmm. Right. So it makes me sharpen my lens up on what my cousin's going through. Mm. Because we're all going through it on some level. And this mm. is what my cousin Ye is talking about. It's like, yo, somebody is doing something. Mm -hmm. I won't be able to say it. I don't give a fuck if I've known you forever. I learned how to accept the fuck shit that you do because I was called brother, son, cousin, mm. friend. I made a choice. I'm trying to honor <laughs> my choice. I'm doing fuck shit just to balance out. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. I'm going to ignore you when I should be really getting that jewelry from you, but you sold in some other shit. I can't even get the jewelry. Mm -hmm. You keep trying to shoot this one thought in that never is going to get on the board. It's never going to board, y'all. Like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Give it up. So to watch my cousin, myself, to watch women that I grew to care for, to watch people I never met, I'm at an understanding that whoever the concept they are, they've given us such a way to forfeit thinking. Mm -hmm. We can easily outthink all this shit yeah. if we think, but we're addicted to the fuck shit. It's how problem. you audition. Yeah. If you're a female, you did the shit through pumping up your titties with tissues before you got injections. You did the shit with the makeup, the lap, all that shit. And for niggas, we know, we know how we had to fucking learn yeah. how to become us. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Well, and we didn't well, go through the street movement. Then you're a fucking cornball. Yeah. Right. You're okay. So we all took an opportunity to fuck ourselves off. We all took an opportunity not to look like a cornball in front of homeboy or in front of shorty. So we did some punk shit somehow, some way. Either right. you held, you was the nigga that held the door. Fuck shit. You dig what I'm saying? You was the nigga that snatched it. Fuck shit. Mm -hmm. You was the nigga that copped it. Fuck shit. Mm -hmm. You was the nigga that passed it on. Fuck shit. So it don't make a difference. Yeah. Right. We're inside of a fuck shit maze, so it makes your perfection look like you're not perfect. It makes it look like you're distorted. It makes you look awkward, and you don't get the right coaches to help you navigate through the fuck shit. Mm -hmm. The whole maze mm -hmm. is fuck shit. Mm -hmm. So you while we pointing fingers at each other, I mean, and this is what cracks me up, is like, you fucked up. But, but, but that's, that's the whole judgmental thing that yeah. I, I can't stand is yeah. somebody telling me, how fucked up I am. Yeah. And I'm looking dead at them like, you're fucked up too. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But when are you going to look at yourself and get your shit together? Don't ask them. Agree. Yeah. You're fucking right. I got a, one of my cousins. I love him. When I came in town five years ago, well, going on five years now, when I came in, I'm thinking we're going to reconnect. We got a mission. It's how, like, we got a mission. He got into a mental space. Fuck you. So after so many times, I had to take that seriously. Yeah. And I thought about it. You know what? You're right. Fuck me. Mm -hmm. My son is watching me, Loke. Mm -hmm. 
-hmm. You got children again? Did you ha have more yeah, seeds? Yeah, yeah. All right, so. Six of them things. Man, it's a lot. It's a lot. Happy Father's Day. Thank you, thank you. <laughs> Love my babies, yeah. My son is watching me. I tell motherfuckers early, I'm dope as fuck, nigga. I am dope. Mm -hmm. On purpose. Mm -hmm. So if we're going to engage, just bring your thinking cap. Because the moment you start regurgit regurgitating your fucking consumption... I'm going to know that we're not communicating, that you're just trying to match sounds with me. And trying, uh, you dig what I'm saying? Yeah. I'm going to know if we building. I'm going to know if it's the cypher. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Or if it's non-cypher. Yeah. That becomes, that becomes the domino effect. Because what he's speaking on is, I agree 100%, is something I look at as well. Now that I'm having this conversation over here with you, this nonsense conversation, I can't give credit to the real one communicating in this conversation, which is Aaron's role in this conversation. And that's what's needed in a lot of these relationships is that understanding. Because as men, like he said, 98% of relationships I've been in towards the end, I told him like, this isn't working because I feel like I'm in a lose-lose situation. Like, no matter what I do, we have an issue. Right. Dirty so it's out, not man. going to work. You know what I mean? And when I've acquired people like Aaron in my life, it's a whole different dynamic. I've had situations in those old relationships where I was coming home and I already knew you was in the mood. So I left and dipped and went something else just so you can calm down or I know I'm in the mood. So I went to the gym and you dig to, for yeah. me to calm down. Now I'm coming to the house. Oh, where you been? Where was you at? You was with some girl. You get what I'm saying? Right, right. That's the relationship. So now you mean people like this. You go through, you blow your breeze, you come home, you come. Oh, you back. Cool. It's never that, you know, passive aggressive like, Oh, why was you late? I was late, so I ain't come home and blow the house up. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. <laughs> I want to uh, do one thing real quick. I want to acknowledge some people that's going to check in right now. Uh, we got some listeners here, and if you want to shout out anybody, Brother Dame Lee, you can do so as well. Uh, PZ is on the check in. Deshaun is on the check in, of course. My baby Trinae is on the check in. Um, you guys probably know this person, uh, Drea. Yeah. 